proudest day and the proudest time and the seat of a relic here because that day and that hour and those minutes I got the butt between my teeth you know I really stood up and was counted and said this is not getting away I remember when we pulled on our helmets and Donald says to me what are we doing I said we're going for gold Barrett that's all we said I can still picture that run that was just the best best run ever Welcome along to Crunching Gears. Let's talk rallying. Episode 12. I'm once again joined by Adam Hall from Rally Insight. Adam, you're very welcome along. Thank you, Kevin. So we're just after finishing up the circuit Ireland there at the weekend. Uh, what a rally. But we'll talk about a wee bit more about the, the rally in a few minutes. Just want to just clear a few things up. Like I don't know the whole ins and outs of the, of the, the rule book, but my basic understanding of the events that unfolded at the weekend were UAC were running the circuit around under what they thought was MSUK regulations, but the, the rally was also around with the European Rally Trophy. But so that meant that the European regs overruled the MSUK ones. Um, but since the last time the circuit around ran, there has been a rule change in the European regs, which meant there was no bogey times. And once this was brought to the attention of the, the club, they made moves to rectify it. And like this didn't just affect, you know, two stages or one stage. Or this affected all the stages. Like there was also a stage in the Friday evening that nobody ever talked about that there was, you know, a change in times and one thing and another. So, you know, it was only brought to the attention of the, uh, the club, I think, on the Saturday afternoon. And as soon as it was uh, highlighted, they made the moves to rectify it. Could it have been handled better? Who knows? You know. It's a small team run the rally and they're all volunteers. You know, we can all sit behind a keyboard and press buttons and one thing or another, but you know, it's it is what it is. We hope it didn't take away from the event, you know, because like there's you know, it's, at the end of the day, it's volunteers running that rally. It's huge commitment, huge errors. Um some of the comments online afterwards were vile. There's no place for that in Irish rally. We we don't need that kind of thing at all. What would your thoughts not be on? Yeah, it's uh it's definitely a, a tough, tough Saturday afternoon for for everyone involved. I would say no, nobody um, nobody gained gained anything from it. Um, and yeah, I have I have to say uh, I feel feel sorry for um, Josh and Alistair and uh, Andy and Gordon as well because. It, definitely overshadowed things on Saturday afternoon um, and thankfully thankfully things got sorted before the end of the rally and um, we got things back on track just about um, but yeah like at, if you go back to the, the rally itself um, it's a phenomenal battle between so many different drivers and at the end of the day Alistair um, had, a, had an unbelievable um, turn of pace on on Saturday, um, winning four stages in a row to fight back, um, and yeah, you can't take that away from him. And just seeing seeing the motion of you know he he was not thinking about bogey times or anything. He was thinking about how how hard he could tackle those stages and trying to do everything that that he could to to come ahead on the the timesheets. So yeah, I have to have to say fair credit to. Josh and Alistair and um, Andy and Gordy for, for racing on and giving us a, a final stage showdown. Um, and you were talking to Alistair earlier today, Kevin. And yeah, I think it's uh, it's nice to hear how he feels after winning the Circuit of Ireland for the first time. Alistair Fisher, winner of the Circuit of Ireland 2022. Does it still sound so good three days later? It, uh, yeah, it certainly does. It's a... Uh... You know, it was special one to win. So, um, you know, it was a lot of, a lot of history there, obviously. And 
you know, to get it over the line. You know, in the sort of the fashion we did and come back so strong on the on the Saturday off the van was uh, was a great result, you know, and it's uh, you know made a lot of people very happy. So it's it's definitely one I'll remember. Yeah, and like you know, you're just touching on it there. Like you know, it's probably the one rally in the whole country that you know, if you're not asked, uh, you know, a random person in the street, the Circuit Ireland would be that would be that rally that they could they could name. That, you know, that makes it that wee bit more special, I suppose. It does, you know, without a doubt. It's one that you know it resonates with with everybody. You know, as you say, people that are that aren't really into rallying. I don't really understand that much about the sport. Whenever you mention the Circuit of Ireland, you know, it clicks with them. You know, they might have watched, you know, one stage 30 years ago, but they still remember because, you know, it was it was near their house or, you know, it was an early morning stage or mm-hmm. they remember the, the watching the spotlights at night or whatever. So mm-hmm. it, uh, it's just one that was always, you know, I suppose in people's minds whenever they think of rallying in Ireland. So. Mm-hmm. And then the Fisher name also synonymous with Raleigh too, with your uncle Bertie and all too. So nice to have your name, yourself and Gordon's name and that trophy alongside uh, Bertie and Rory's. Yeah, it certainly is. It's a, you know, a wee bit, this is taking a wee bit of sinking in, to be honest. Um, you know, even when we sort of, we crossed the line and we realised we took 12 seconds on the last stage, you know, it was just, the sort of the buzz was on, but we were sort of in a bit of euphoria and then, Sort of whenever we seen the, the big trophy in at the finish ramp there, and you would realize your name was going on that alongside all the great names, it's, uh, it's, it's a pretty nice feeling, yeah. I think you know, the, the names on that trophy is like a, a who's who of rallying in Ireland and across the world, you know, as well. That's it, you know, back in the, you know, the 70s and 80s, you know, all the world, all the guys who were aspiring to be in the world championship, or, or even the guys that were, you know. World Championship drivers at the time used to come and do the Circuit of Ireland. Mm-hmm. It was a big event for you know the works teams, the Chevettes and the the Mantas and so on, and the Escorts. You know back in the day, so mm-hmm. all the all the big names that came and competed on the Circuit of Ireland, and you know it is it is renowned all over the world. You know, whenever you know it comes to to rallying, it's almost to an extent in the same breath as the likes of you know Monte Carlo or. You know, just them famous European tarmac events. So when you think of it like that, it's it's pretty special. For sure, that's for sure. And we'll you know we'll concentrate a wee bit on this year's event. Leading up to the event, did you do anything different in your preparation this year? Or and being honest, you know, I've been putting in a lot of effort, you know, behind the scenes, you know, from this, you know, really from the end of last year, whenever I decided to give the tarmac championship a you know a, a good attack again. It's you know, I was pretty frustrated over the first sort of two events that I felt that, you know, everything around me was good. You know, the car was good. Uh, Gordon and I were making good notes, but it was just probably just that that we lack of seat time and just that we lack of, you know, driving aggression or really being in the zone where I couldn't just, you know, get the last, you know, two or three tenths of a second that's long out of things. So I knew that, you know, once I unlocked that, um, you know, I knew the speed would come and I just sort of kept believing that you know, I was doing everything right. And you know, whenever you know, we did set some fastest times in West Cork, which you know gave us some confidence, mm-hmm. I think ultimately it was probably a wee bit too cautious on the first day and on Friday, um, you know, over the weekend there. I just felt that I couldn't really, you know, push the way I wanted. It was just sort of too wary of of maybe making a mistake or or throwing it away because you know the championship is you really need to keep in the hunt. Um, I actually had quite a big moment about half a mile into the very first stage with a real tank, sort of tank slapper. Mm-hmm. You know, top top speed in fifth gear was locked locked down the road in the fog. So that day, uh, <laughs> yeah, not good for confidence. <laughs> no, it certainly wasn't. You know, we were we were sort of uh, pretty timid then down the rest of Glen Dunn, and to be honest, until I got into service and sort of got saddled again, it it uh, it's not often. The sort of fact you like that, but it was just mm-hmm. one of them moments that day. It sort of sat with you for a couple of hours. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I suppose over the course of the weekend, you know, we sort of developed the setup of the car as well, and it's never major changes. You know, in the polo, it's only ever small refinements. Mm-hmm. There's, there's never anything significantly wrong. It's just minor tweaks, just to get the best of the car and and just get it, you know, exactly the way you want it, mm-hmm. and then really. You know, so it was Friday night. To be fair, we were 30, 35 seconds off the lead. And, 
I knew it was going to take a lot to, you know, to make the difference. But, you know, we, Gordon and I watched the DVD on Friday night to, to pretty late. I think we got probably four or five hours sleep. We were back up again watching it on, on Saturday morning. Just, re- just refining the notes and, mm-hmm. you know, picking up from things we learned on the first day. And really, things just started to click. You know, the, the speed was speed was there in the car and the setup and the notes. And, you know, we were just, whenever you get away like that, there's no hesitation. You're just going down the road. You're not even yeah. thinking about things. And that's that's whenever the time has come. I think that must be the, uh, such a great feeling just whenever you're not even thinking about what you're doing. It's just a natural flow. Yeah, that's it. You know, whenever you, whenever I look back now and on at Friday, it was so so sort of hesitant or stop start. There was no real, you know, massive flow. But whenever it just clicks, it's just like, you know, there's nothing to explain. Really, it just it come the notes come in your ear and it just transfers to to what you're doing with Go the through your fingers and, as such. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're you're literally not even thinking about it. It's just like everything's to an extent happening in slow motion, but you're going you're going mm-hmm. fast down the speed. So. It's that's obviously the ultimate sort of feeling or you know way, approach that like you want to have on a stage, but yeah. it's it's obviously a it takes a lot to to get it. Like you know, uh, it's that it's that sweet spot that might only come maybe once maybe once in a rally or once in a year, maybe even getting it just as, as nice as that. Yeah, that's it. You know, and whenever I suppose we were I think second quickest on the first stage out on. Saturday morning, I think we were maybe one down on Josh, but just from there then, I was pretty confident in Glen Donuts, the sort of stage like, and I was looking forward to it going up the hill. Mm-hmm. It was really technical, it's, it's quite narrow, and you know, there's a lot of driving in it where you have to be you know, pretty technical and, and smart with how you approach it, so I just felt that we could have, you know, we were well set up for it, and I gave it a good go, and you know, when we got to the end, and I think it was Martin Brady was doing the, the on the pace note, and he said we were whatever it was, six or seven quicker, you know, it was a massive relief and mm-hmm. that just gave me sort of the belief to, to push on from there. Yeah, because you, you knew in your heart you had a good stage like, and it was, it was nice to see that reflected in the times. That's it, you know, whenever you put the effort in and it's, you know, tonight, this year so far, it's been, you know, really nip and tuck whenever you look at some of the times, mm-hmm. you know, all the guys were, were setting in West Cork, I think, was it Sam's Cross on the Saturday evening in West Cork? It was 0.4 of a second between four of us after you know, we had to into something like 17 or 18 kilometers. So mm-hmm. to to be you know able to win you know several stages on the circuit by you know six seven plus seconds, mm-hmm. it, it it was quite a step forward. You know, so absolutely, absolutely. And like you know, is that something that you get the real buzz out of getting that you know the best out of? You know yourself, uh, Gordon, the car, the tires. You know, is it you know like that? Whenever you get to the end of the day, is that just the best feeling that you, to step out of that car, just thinking you've got the best out of everything that was available to you? Yeah, it's just whenever it goes, whenever it goes right, it, you know it is rewarding because you know, everybody puts the effort in. You know, right, you know, right from the guys working on the car. The preparation during the week, um, you know, testing the car, you know, doing the racky, you know, the guys doing the gravel notes. So whenever it all comes together, you know, everybody's mm-hmm. everybody's feeling excitement and enjoying the buzz. But you know, it's fair to say there's whenever it does go well, you do have to enjoy it because there's many a day whenever things don't go well and uh, <laughs> you're, you're heading up, you're heading home in bad humor, like so. And, uh, it's one of them, you know. You have to sort of be grateful as well because. You know, it's it takes a lot for a, an event to go right, and you know to get the win. So we're yeah. very thankful. Mm-hmm. And like you know, as you kind of alluded to there, there's not even one particular thing you can turn around and say. You know, I changed this on Saturday morning, and that made the difference. It's just a, a small combination of, of everything, really. Certainly, it was just all the small things, and you know that's always mm-hmm. over the years. Whenever you study, maybe your career or look at things, and all you know, any driver or coach driver will know everything just has to come together. And it's not it's never one big thing that makes the difference. It's mm-hmm. it's just adding everything together. And you know, ultimately in the end it was something that just to an extent did did sort of click within me. And, mm-hmm. and and then when the feeling comes, there's nothing like it. And you know, any driver will will tell you that. Yeah. And then you know, Killarney now just over a week and a half. 
uh, it's probably good that you're not out of the seat for too long. So, uh, you know, you'd be, will that give you good confidence going into Killarney? I think it will. You know, the stages in Killarney are very fast and committed as well. So, you know, it'll give us a good feeling. The setup shouldn't be too far away. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we're, we're pretty fresh from making pace notes, you know, from the feeling in the car because, you know, whenever you have maybe five or six weeks between events, it is quite long. So it should hopefully set us up to you know, hit the ground running in Killarney. I know some of the guys are doing Monaghan this weekend, mm-hmm. but um, I'm quite happy just to just sort of focus on other things. Even though I'll not, I won't be in the car, I'll just be able to, to work on things myself and then you know get focus for, for heading down the road to Killarney. Always a pleasure to catch up with Alistair Fisher. But like, he was leader at the end of the last stage, but like, the leaders throughout the weekend... Like, it was unbelievable the amount of the lead changes we've seen over the weekend. Uh, Adam, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, I think four four different crews led led the event from um, start to finish at different points of the the rally. Um, Tessie, believe it or not, was the the first first guy to to take the lead fast out of the mm-hmm. box. Um, and yeah. He, he looked looked like he was he was fairly set to to obviously grab the Circuit of Ireland win, and I don't think we we saw that coming, did we? No, definitely not. You know, like we know we know he's fast in the Northern Ireland Championship and one thing or another, but to come back and you know back at that level again, I thought it may take him a few stages and you know maybe struggle to get on that ultimate pace, but my holy Moses he definitely you know right from the, I think from the first stage he was fastest at the end of the first stage and you know it all seemed to be very under control yeah I think those the Lexa or Lodge was probably the the tough stage of the opening day you must say um and he just seemed to grab it by its neck and go for it like and um, obviously at the start he was having no issues with the Fiesta like he had in Burr um, mm-hmm. earlier on so yeah it seemed to click and again it, it just shows you that's that's another another crew now capable of winning rallies at this level um, in Rally 2 cars it's, it's brilliant absolutely absolutely and then you know Callum Devine out in his new polo uh, we, we did kind of hint at it a couple of weeks ago that there would be another <laughs> Top line crew in the polo, so uh, but you know, they settled into that new car really well and seemed to be loving it, especially on the Friday. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody coming in probably weren't sure whether he would would be able to jump in straight away and, and be on the pace, but yeah, definitely seems to have unlocked another another level of speed from him. Um, there's definitely some some stages where. He was really, really fast, and even you know he got onto the lead, and he got the puncture in our lodge as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but even the time coming out of that, you wouldn't have thought he had a double no. puncture. <laughs> like he, he seemed to lose very little. Um, but yeah, it seems seems like he's happy with that polo. The the same thoughts coming from him. It's it's easy to drive. Um, and I'm sure once once he gets more time in it and once once he gets the the few niggly problems with pop-off valves or sensors or whatever's going on there um yeah he's he's same definitely seems more comfortable behind the wheel of that absolutely absolutely and you know the, the man of the year so far you know josh Moffat again you know always in the hunt like he was never far away from the lead um yeah you know capitalizing other people's wee problems and issues it, it's you know the man is having a phenomenal season yeah like uh he was saying at the the start of friday he just didn't seem as comfortable in the car and that's that's why he was um off the pace a wee bit like he, he definitely wasn't far off the pace and he did get into the lead then um but yeah there was that stage on lyle's hill and it just clicked Click for him. That's mm-hmm. that's all he said. And again, it's 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 just a it's pretty cool watching um watching these guys and they're struggling for a few stages and then they get that one that clicks and they're 
their facial expressions and their body language completely <laughs> changes. And even they, you know, you ask them, what is the difference here? And the struggle to describe it, that it just seems to, to work well. And whether it's the weather or the found something different with the tires or the setup, um, it just clicked for Josh in that stage. And after that, really, he, he was, yeah, he was hunting down Desi and Callum and eventually got into the lead. And yeah, it, it sort of looked like we were going, going to have another Moffat win, which yeah. would have been crazy. But yeah, he's he's so consistent in that car. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's he's racking the rallies up and he's in the race every time. So yeah, he's he's in tremendous form. Mm-hmm. I think uh, I was talking to Alistair, he described, you know, the you know, the Saturday never just seemed to click. He didn't have to think about his driving, you know. What was what was in his ear was in his hands and his feet. Like that, yeah. that must be a surreal experience to have that and uh, that natural flow. Yeah, uh, I mean, maybe that's just what's been missing so far this mm-hmm. year, and he's he's found it now. Like, I mean, we mentioned there when it all clicked for Josh in that stage, it, it changed changed yeah. the time sheets like and Alistair, my goodness, those times on Saturday were crazy. He was pulling six seconds, ten seconds out of guys and mm-hmm. on single stages and they had been over them quite quite a few times. They'd got familiar with the terrain and even Kern Castle, like it's it's a fast stage. And I think before the event um people weren't expecting that to be the stage where where uh, they were right. seeing big time differences and he was still managing to do it. So mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe he is a getting getting to grips with that polo where he, he knows what setup and um, changes to make um, mm. or maybe he's getting more confidence and he can get the car working more aggressively and he's finding this bit of time but no it was I have to say it was brilliant to to see him and Gordon um, just being able to go flat out and being happy with with their times because I think oh, just through the season they're they're feeling comfortable that they're not making mistakes and their times are just a wee bit off um, the likes of Josh, but no, there's that all changed on Saturday. That's for sure. That is for sure. And like, you know, and you know, as much as it was a disappointment for Josh and Andy to, you know, to lose out in the rally, but great for the championship in another way, you know, the, the Alistair and Gordon has got the one. Like it's reignited their championship hopes now as well. Yeah. <laughs> The as Callum was was happy at the the finish line, given all his problems. But that's <laughs> by no means that these guys don't get on. But he knew with Alistair grabbing that win that you know it, it does just make his championship hopes that way bit more possible and closes mm-hmm. things up. Even with um, Marion, obviously he didn't get to the finish line. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know that that sort of helps Divine's case. Um, but yeah, mm-hmm. McCourt and whatever too. Like they're they're going up and down, and <clears throat> some of them are are obviously not finishing every round, and you you really don't know what's around the corner. Um, mm-hmm. and with with so many guys capable of winning a trolley, um, yeah, there's there's definitely definitely nobody now that, that you can say is a, a nailed on favourite to take yeah. the championship and like, even the likes of Johnny Greer like, who had probably by his standards a fairly quiet rally still come away with fourth place like you know we can't overlook yeah. that <laughs> it's a very strong punish too yeah I think uh, Johnny probably would have liked to be a wee bit closer but he, he'll definitely take um, fourth place points um, and again his weekend just turned into a a chance to get the the Citroen set up and more accustomed to that that style of Irish um, tarmac because obviously Glenn Donegan being quite fast and bumpy and you know it's a, a big challenge um, so yeah that's that's the Citroen up to speed mm-hmm. up to speed there and yeah I'm sure next time time out Johnny will Johnny will be on the pace but yeah what seven seven eight guys there again that's that you uh, wouldn't rule out for for a win next time out that's for sure so like at the finish round I, I managed to catch up with Gordon Noble uh Callum Devine and Shane Byrne and I must apologize to Josh Moffat and Andy Hayes 
who I didn't get a chance to speak to, they were obviously a wee bit tied up there and started even, and I had to head down the road. So without further ado, we'll hear from uh, Gordon Noble first, then Callum, and then Shane. Gordon Noble, 2022 Circuit of Ireland winner. Sounds good? That sounds fantastic, Kevin. I must say, it's been one of those things that for 30 years I've been dreaming about winning this, winning the rally, and uh, this is the time it's actually worked. And I mean, it's, it's, I've been made quite, quite a number of efforts, obviously, but none of them worked till today. But I have to thank Alistair for his driving today. It was absolutely superb, I must say. That we got the speed going, um, everything worked, everything clicked, um, and we got the result that Alistair deserved, I think. So, very, very pleased, yeah. Yeah, like it's been, it's been hard work this year to you know, to get that last wee percentage and it's nice to finally unlock it today. I think that's what it is, it's just that last percent somewhere in the, in, in, in there. Alistair's preparation is always excellent and things like that, but I think a couple of other, other guys have obviously speeded up as well, so it, it doesn't make it, make it easy. But um, thankfully this afternoon it all it all just clicked for us and it worked and the result came in the end. Yeah, and then on to Killarney now in a couple of weeks' time? That's the plan, two weeks' time, Killarney rally back to traditional stages that we would know some of them, and I didn't say we'd know all of them. Um, Killarney will be a completely different challenge than this. It'll be two days of very hard, very hard, uh, hard going. We expect that people like Callum and Josh will be there as well, going, going fast. And not be easy, but certainly keen to get out. Hi. Overall, we're happy. Hey, um, we, had a, we had a really good day yesterday, so we had a set of good stage times. Um, today, we're looking to really push on from, to be honest, and try and see if we can crawl into SA, but um, sort of plagued with some. We don't, know, we don't really know, but we thought it was pop-up, we changed that and changed coils and stuff all day, but yeah, the mist is kind of sort of getting worse even than the last two, so yeah, look, hey, to take all that into consideration, hey, if you get third and end up, get good points for the championship, yeah. sure, maybe we can't complain, you know what I mean, it could be a lot worse, you know, so, yeah. um, And then, you know, the, the car yesterday, the handle and everyone, you just seemed to be loving rallying yesterday. Ah, oh, dude, hey, and do you know what, I was there with me and Shane, I was... Uh, I, was, I was laughing up when I went on stage. I was just enjoying it, you know, the car just felt the road and you just you could feel it like it would just go so so much faster like and obviously Ali must have felt the same because he's putting on the times, you know, but I ah, look I would just like it as work master but hey, we enjoyed it and, and, and as I say the car I feel comfortable in the car now. Good, so. that's the main thing. And them stages that the Karen Castle stage like, like, we've all seen the videos the jumps and all <laughs> Finland isn't it? <laughs> ah, I, think, and, uh, I think everybody on the S how, how, how big the jumps were like, there was, there's three big jumps like, and I remember this morning I just seen spectators running you know it's big when the spectators run it <laughs> so no hey, fantastic stages and it was nice to get them in the dry there just to see how fast you go with them you know and, uh, two clinker stages to be honest like, uh, really enjoyed it that way yeah it's, uh, and Clarny next in the agenda? Clarny's next, so does. Clarny's next, so. Ah, we've got a work to do now, try and get the car ready, hopefully, uh, yeah, we can find the button, get the bottom of this problem now, so. Yeah, it's only a week and a half, so. Uh, yeah, we are, sometimes. I'm absolutely delighted. Uh, my back took a bit of bathroom with them jumps, I think. Every competitor does say that, you know, the jumps were uh, crazy, some of the photos online, but yeah, no, it's, uh, it was a great weekend's racing, so delighted to be here, and uh, after West Cork, you know, it's nice to get the finish, so. Yeah. And the new polo, happy with all the nice. issues, but... It's yeah, a few issues over the weekend, but I suppose maybe sometimes a new car and that, them things are in it, so it's, it's good yeah. to get them sorted out this weekend, but uh, no, plenty of progression in it, and uh, a serious thing to go, serious yeah. truck, you know, so <laughs> there's uh, some amount of them on the road there now. Uh, and Killarney then in a couple of weeks' time? Yeah, Killarney's just around the corner, so now I'll just have to get uh, prepped on for that and, you know, keep the toe on her, as they Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and then Donegal then in a few weeks' time, you're home international too, you'd be yeah. looking forward to that as well. Donegal's coming up as well, so... Uh, yeah, it's good to see it back again, you know, with a couple of years off. So, uh, yeah, there's plenty happening now, and we're looking forward to it. Excellent. And Kevin also caught up with Daniel McKenna, um, who, who won the two-wheel drive and national rally in the Circuit of Ireland. Um, obviously, he was out as part of his Irish Tarmac Championship campaign. Um, I guess Daniel didn't have the, the same competition that he's been used to so far this season, um, and it, it Gave him a chance to to catch up on on the guys after um, he wasn't able to finish Galway at the start of the season. So, yeah, we were talking earlier about the the main championship closing in. The modifieds is definitely closed in, but I mean Daniel was in serious form. He, it's not that he he needed um, two wheel drives to battle with. He was battling with Thor fives and oh, just watching some of his in cars as well. If you haven't seen that, it's definitely worth a look. The the man is seriously committed um, with Andrew in the notes as well. So 
a nice part to listen to. Um, but yeah, Kevin caught up with with Daniel, and uh, yeah, his battle was Derek McGarry and then for the national rally. Daniel McKenna, 2022 Circuit Iron National Rally winner. Nice t- ring to it. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, it um, wasn't really the intentions coming up here. Like obviously we're thinking about the modified championship. I suppose that sort of goes hand in hand with the national, but we're battling against some of the latest R5 machinery there. So it's <laughs> tough enough for the battle. Like once uh, Derek started getting the hang of his new car, he was uh, he was on the pace there. So, but yeah, we held him off to the end. So it was a pretty good event for us. Like you know, we've two good days in the car and a lot more mileage and. Uh, I figured he's holding his dampers out quite, quite well now for the dry. Mm-hmm. Uh, the gearbox, new trim gearbox is working well from Raymond Moore. New York AP brakes, the R5 AP brakes were unreal there. Like, that's the first time in proper dry conditions. Like, and, well, we were in West Cork, but it was the first time I was driving and <laughs> using them properly. And uh, they're just unbelievable. Like, and then the Michelin tyres, too, as well. Yeah. Fine job now. So, confidence is coming back? Confidence is coming back, yeah. Like, we had, we had to go to Breville Lick there in that last day just to stay ahead of Derek. He took three out of us with a five second cushion and we just got it. But, uh, you know, the last thing we want to do is throw here off the road and do something silly. So we're still safe. But, yeah, it was a good push, like, but there's still still more left there. But, um, but yeah, the pace is coming back, thankfully, yeah. It's uh, four rallies in and it's taking probably longer than I thought. But, <laughs> but it's still hard to gauge, like, where the ah, you don't know who you're against, are. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, but no, I think it's... It's coming there, like you know, we'll probably have to go down to Killarney and take a beating down there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but we're gonna, you know, have to go to Killarney a couple of times, you know, and try and learn the stages, learn the roads. I suppose it's the same for the guys down south coming up to Donegal mm-hmm. and going to West Cork and what have you. So, yeah, yeah we'll just have to go down there, take our medicine, and uh, try and get some good points for the championship. And great to catch up with Daniel there, and good to see that he's happy with his pace and looking forward to Killarney. Uh, I'll to see how that goes for him too, with all the main protagonists back there in the championship. Uh, I also got a chance to catch up with uh, a longer chat with Andrew Greening as well. Uh, very interesting conversation. But sure, we'll hand it over to Andrew. Andrew, you wanted to start off by paying your respects to Johnny Trainer. Yes, um, it's not news uh, that we'd like to get at all. We're actually um, we're at a friend's funeral yesterday, even Charlie Adams, who passed away, and um, we were having a few things and then walking through. But Johnny passed away and. Um, my uncle Fitton would be very close to Johnny and also Bobby who looks after the rally car for us would be very friendly with Johnny like you know and they're badly caught up about it too you know and he's a good lad Johnny you know very young and taking him too early you know but that's just the way it is you know but uh, I was very sad now for him um, Fitton and them were very upset about it you know but it's a pity, like you know, but it's just a part of life in another way, too. You know what I mean? And Unfortunately, yeah, mm-hmm. it'll be hard on his own family and that, but hopefully, they'll get a bit of solace out of what he had done before he has passed. You know, mm-hmm. he would hope so, you know. So, yeah, because he packed a lot into that short life, too, didn't he? You know, he sure did, yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> he, he wasn't afraid to turn his hand to any sort of discipline in motorsport, like, and uh, I even seen somebody paying tribute to him, and it, it showed a picture of him playing an airplane, like you know. So, he, yeah, he packed a lot in for a young lad, like yeah, you know. And sure. I'm sure there was a lot more to to come from Johnny, and mm-hmm. it's just a pity that his life got cut short. Yeah, no, well, an accident. That's it. That's it. So we'll look back now at the last weekend, the Circuit Ireland. Good to take that national rally one. Yeah, it was. It was strange in a, in a sense because we'd been rallying for the most of the day on Friday uh, without, you know, having the regulars there to try and benchmark ourselves against anybody. And then it was only like Friday night when we were looking through and I looked and seen that we only really had like a 17-second a cushion to Derek McGarity to win the national. And um, I said to Daniel, I said, this man's getting the hang of this polo. You could see his time for getting better and better as the, the day was going on on Friday, you know. So I says, we'll not have to be snoozing the day because I says, he'll, he'll, you know, and he'll catch up with us. And he did catch up with us. So it left it good to go into the last day just to have a scrap in our hands and one that we maybe didn't think we were going to have, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Not saying that we didn't think we maybe would be leading the national, you know, we were looking at the two-wheel drive thing as opposed to looking at the national, but that's mm-hmm. the way it works. So it was really good for us to get into that bit of a scrap with him too. And... Uh, you know, have something to push towards, like, you know, and we 
had a real good run on the last stage, really clean, and it was a quick, quick run. And like we're happy that we just done enough to get to get through and to win the national. It was lovely actually to win the national, you know. Yeah. So uh, and in the lead up to the rally, you know what I mean. We thought we didn't think we'd have as good a rally, or would it was going to be as good a rally. It was actually a really good two days there, you know. And um, the stages were class. Now there was. Uh, a lot of additional chicanes and bales put into the stages to try and keep them underneath the bogey time, you know, because, mm-hmm. but they were still really, really good stages, like, and we really enjoyed them, and they were class stages. We've done bits of both of them stages before, um, myself and Daniel, when we done the Ulster back in, I think it was 2010, uh, in the Derek Job, you know, uh-huh. uh, yeah. so um, we had done, but not that it... They were well gone out of the memory, but yes. you just knew that you'd been on them roads before, you know, and uh-huh. really good. And they suited the car too, and they suited Daniel's sort of style of driving, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, I was looking at some of the in car of our in car since, like, you know, and using a lot of the road, you know, and placing the car uh, on the wide roads and in, in the correct mm-hmm. places, you know, to get the best lines with the corners and that. So, yeah, mm-hmm. it was a it was a good, it was really good uh, event for us. Uh, to go to and to try and build on because like we were starting off from scratch really in Galway and we were building up a good bit of pace in Galway and then we had unfortunately had the accident you know mm-hmm. and that sort of was a huge setback you know what I mean um, for our confidence and for everything but it's like everything else it's just seat time like you know and as time goes on we'll get more and more comfortable in the car mm-hmm. and you know, there'd be more speed to come, like, you know, so we're happy with the with, with the win in the national and well, actually we really enjoyed the event, you know, it was a good it was a good two days rallying for us, you know, it was good. Yeah. And the lads, the car never missed a bat and the lads enjoyed the weekend up. So we we're happy, yeah. yeah. Good. And in some ways maybe that, that, that format of two stages done three times maybe suited just because you were able to go and make wee tweaks in the car and to see if it was making a difference and you know, you can you know, you were able to develop the whole weekend. Does that make oh, sense? Definitely, you know, uh, we do the two stages and we try something else and, you know, Daniel would know how it felt before going over there and then when we'd make the change, he'd say, well, you know, I like what that done or I don't like and we did, that mm-hmm. did uh, occur on a couple of occasions, you know, where we actually made a, a slight adjustment, we'll say, to the anti-roll bar or to the dampers, mm-hmm. you know, and he said, no, that's not any better or there's no better of a feeling and we went back, you know, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, coming coming off the last stage, then you know we'll be very happy with where the car is, and we know there's more potential. You know, as we learn more about uh, these dampers, the new damp Olin's dampers within the car. You know, so we're hoping, like as as we progress on throughout the year, you know that uh, there'd be more speed to be got out of it. And it was it was an ideal rally for us mm-hmm. uh, to do that, and we sort of needed a rally like that to try and uh, find where we needed to get the car to be, you know. So I'd say we'd leave us some good stead going to Clarny, you know what I mean? Obviously, mm-hmm. we, we wouldn't have the knowledge there in Clarny, but we're happy with where the car's at that we can push on, you know, and hopefully not be a million miles off the pace. You know, mm-hmm. that's the plan. Yeah, I, because, you know, a lot of the parts you sir, have on the car now, it's like they're, they're new parts to everybody. Like, so you are almost the kind of the guinea pigs t- uh, testing and trying these parts. So there's no base set up that you can go back to. No, well, them old and stampers that were running in the car now, I don't believe they've ever been in an automobile as such, um, mm-hmm. you know, and there's no data at all. And we're sort of using bits of data from uh, the v- version before old and stampers, but they're totally different anyway, you know, but that's mm-hmm. sort of what we're saying to start on, you know. So, yeah, but I've, as we've gone on, we're learning a bit more about them and, you know, the, the car feels really, really good. Where they seem to be... Um, a good difference is on on, on uh, bumps or jumps or uneven road cars. They seem to be able to to soak it up really good. You know what I mean. And mm-hmm. there's extra travel in the front and back dampers than what would be normally. You know, and you'd notice that when the car be going light and that that the wheels are staying on the ground, like you know. And mm-hmm. so, yeah. Although we started off with no setup, we have we have somewhere to start now. You know what I mean, yes. uh, and we can still do a bit more tweaking. You know, but mm-hmm. yeah, a lot of the parts in the car, you know, or development sort of stuff that we haven't haven't really been fitted to anything mm-hmm. uh, before. So, but I think we have. She's fairly well sussed there now. You know what I mean, like whatever about doing 
a few more uh, just setups maybe with a different spring or something like that. But uh, overall, I think now we have it sussed yeah. eventually. Yes, <laughs> took a wee while, you know. Uh, so, but you, as Bobby said, we were doing a bit of testing before um, the circuit of Ireland, and uh, we sort of were getting a bit stroppy. Right, well, I was getting a bit stroppy because it wasn't going the right way for us, you know. The car was actually getting worse, and. And Bobby sort of said afterwards, he says, I think you're expecting a wee bit too much here. He says, you know, these things have never been in anything before. So, you know, we have to go. It has to get bad before it get yes. better. You know what I mean? You, uh, have, you, know, you have to have find to out what's wrong before you can find out what's right. Yeah. Really, almost. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, um, and then also with the, we're on the Michelin tires and these are the, the we've never used them, that construction of a Michelin tire on the front of the car too. And uh, just, figuring out the right pressures to be running on it and like you have to be really aggressive with the tyre to get it to switch on you know what I mean which mm-hmm. wouldn't really suit Daniel's style of driving so what, what we found then in West Cork was <coughs> we weren't Daniel wasn't being aggressive enough for Danny, and when the car wasn't doing what he was wanting he was sort of uh, cooling cowering off a bit off it right. whereas what we're doing in the circuit Aaron, we're being really aggressive and we're letting the car understeer and Doing them things and but then they'd switch on and they work really well, you know what I mean? Yes. So we just didn't know that about the tires as well, mm-hmm. you know. So we're still learning, like we're I think we're rallying nearly 20 years and we're still learning, like <laughs> oh, you know, but we are still learning. So yeah. like every day yeah, is a school I, day, isn't it? It is, yeah, yeah, yeah. And the cars, like from it's 10 years ago since we won the rally in Monaghan, the Monaghan Stages rally, and like the cars have come on somewhat in the last 10 years, like you know. Somebody asked me before, do you think the pace is up? And I said, well, for definitely cars have got much quicker, like, you know, them escorts, like, you know, but they're still very safe and everything, but the, the, the their ability to go around the corner and go over a bump has changed an awful lot in the last 10 years, you know, so uh, we're having to learn what the capabilities of the car is now, you know what I mean? So, yeah, uh-huh. every day is a school day. Yeah, every uh-huh. stage is a, is a learner. <laughs> yeah, but I like it. It's, it's good. I- it's all that new technology and the tires and the suspension, you know, more so than probably outright power. You know, the power was always there. Like maybe ten years ago, there's probably a wee bit more, but it's mm. it's all the other smaller stuff that it's not visible to the naked eye that makes it's making such a difference now. Oh, hundred percent. Like you know, we always thought like um, I would say yeah, power. We always thought that you didn't need any more power than we ever had because you couldn't. You couldn't nearly make use of that power back then, but now you can make use of it all. Uh-huh. The car, there's more traction with the, the setups, the suspensions, and the tires. Now there's better traction and everything. So uh-huh. you know you're 100 right, like in what you're saying. That everything around the engine, the engine, the power's moved on a small bit, but everything else around it, like you know, and, and the brakes and the dampers and and uh, everything has changed a lot so you're you're able to drive the car harder around the corner and you're able to brake later and do all them things so it's just learning getting to know where the line is you know what i mean <laughs> how far you can push it uh, how far you can push it yeah we, so you, we uh we found out the hard way in galway you know with the, uh-huh. the brakes breaking that but you have to put when you're out there you have to put your neck on the line and sometimes it doesn't work out and sometimes it does like you know but um it's great now too that. Like there's such a range of competition in every class and everything now. Like, yeah. And everybody seems to take, you know, take rallying a lot more serious. You know, maybe yeah. than what would have been going on maybe 15 years ago. Not, not, you know what I mean. Like everybody's putting an awful lot of effort into their notes and their testing and you know preparing for you know the competition mm-hmm. there's a lot more competition there i think than there would have been in the past you know absolutely yeah uh, you know you might in the past it'd be different rallies it'd be different competition but now like it's every rally to go to like there's fantastic competition there to be racing there's know, no soft yeah. rallies now as such you know it's no, all no, every, no, every, no. every stage counts every, you know like the legs mm. of west cork like a half spin even the circuit there you know like it was like down to point something of a second. Like mm-hmm. it's, it is, and if the you say then that's down. all, then you know the prep going into the DVD, the test, and you know that you know the time that us spectators don't see that you know there's hours and days of prep going in to get into to that level. It's not just a matter of turning up and jumping into the car. 
no, no, if you want to be at the sharp end of it, like you have to put a lot, an awful lot of effort into it, you know, and rallying is sort of a, like a life when you you want to be competitive and you are compa- you're, you're that way. Like, mm-hmm. I don't really, I don't like seeing it, but I don't do rallies for fun. The buzz I get out of rallying is, is being competitive and the time and, you know, that's what I get to kick out of it, like, you know what I mean? So, um. And if you want to be at that end, you know, you have to put an awful lot of effort into it. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I work for myself and I don't get really putting as much time into it as I would like. But like Daniel and Bobby, like they put in the putting and fitting and all the lads, they put in an awful lot of effort. Like, and it's the mm-hmm. same in every camp. You can see it. Anybody that's going that's competitive in their class or competitive in the rally, you know, you know, in the background, there's a lot of work going on there, you know, mm-hmm. that, that, some people don't see, like, you know what I mean? But there is a lot of, there's no such thing as just jumping into a rally here now and going and being competitive straight away. I don't believe anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah But you talked about, you know, like the Monaghan there, 2012. Like, probably one of your better days in a rally car? Ah, it was a fantastic day. It, it was, was a fantastic feeling. And listen, um, if Niall had stayed going, we wouldn't have won the rally, you know what I mean? Niall had won the rally, so it wasn't that we bet everybody else and won the rally, but it's uh-huh. just the way it finished up, and it was fantastic to 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 win my home rally, you know what I mean, in a, in a modified car. Like, I wasn't born the last time a Mark Trasker had won that rally, you know, so, uh, yeah, it was, a, it was a fantastic day, and the, the actual rally itself was a fantastic rally. It's all, modern's always very, very good, but that year... Um, there was one 16 mile stage and it was class the last stage of the rally was the last stage in the loop it was fantastic like it was, mm-hmm. and they really suited the escorts like you know there were class stages Desi Keenan on the rally that time like, and mm-hmm. it, was, it was a fantastic rally now yeah and like you know I think it'll be one of those iconic images yourself and uh, Yari just going down as it uh, Balnode is it the wee villages are coming down yeah, yeah. down over the press down the Balnode uh-huh. and Torrance yeah. were right there like it was mm-hmm. yeah it was class like you know and yes. people always ask me um, we had the we had the shunt that day we went backwards into an old um, scour valve thing and and I jumped out and went round and had a look and it didn't look as bad as it felt and I went back round and I said to Daniel I says right Light that you go up where we're going here, and he said, Jesus, do you think? And I said, Yeah, yeah. So I jumped in, and then Gary come down, and he sort of had a bit of an overshoot too, like, and he got uh-huh. torn around. And then Gary took off, and we took off behind him. And the, I just reached up and I switched off the in car camera. And the more people has asked me about the in car of that, because that was, <laughs> I'd say there was still, we did about 12 mile behind Gary in the road, yes. like, you know, and it wasn't that he was holding us for 12 mile. No, like, I just uh-huh. said, Daniel, at one stage, I said, when we go over the finish line, make sure you're on his bumper anyway, like, you know, and that's the way we left it. But, and it took, it, I think it took Gary a wee while to figure out that we were behind him, you know. Yes, but, uh, he was just fully focused on what he was doing as yeah, well. Yeah, well, too. obviously, whenever he's seen us going off the road, he knew then that he was in the lead of the two-wheel drive and he yes. was high up in the overall thing, you know. So uh-huh. he was just wanting to get to the finish of the stage too, you know. But, Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I was something, it was a fantastic feeling afterwards. That's actually 10 years ago now like you know this will be, it'll be 10 years on from that now but yeah it was it it was a fantastic uh, feeling and mm-hmm. you know we, we never really got to the stage where we'll be in the right machinery to be winning rallies overall like and you know to, to be able to win it like that in escort it was fantastic it, yeah. it was it was a real special one now to be yeah. fair like and mm-hmm. it was a good day's crack too like you know we had a great day's crack yeah. and like monaghan has become you know almost second to donegal now and the one that the national boys want you know it's the two-wheel drive trophy that they want on the, the mantelpiece. Like, what is that like in Monaghan on the week leading up to the rally? There must be some buzz about it. Oh, there's a fantastic buzz week leading up to the rally every year in Monaghan, like, you know what I mean? And Monaghan is a very, very competitive rally and always is, and there's a lot of great drivers uh, from Monaghan, you know, that, that that come out to do the home rally in Everton. And I'm oh, sure everybody's talking about it, like, you know, the amount of people that was asking us in the circuit Ireland and about he's going to Monon, are you ready for Monon? And sadly, we're not get, getting to do Monon this year, but it's just with the way the championships laid out. Um, there was the circuit on the weekend going by, you have Monon this weekend coming, and then Clarence the following weekend. Like, and we just we couldn't do it with war commitments and everything, it just didn't suit. So, with much to Eamon's disappointment, <laughs> we, we decided not to do it. I think he was holding out hope that we would, but we, this just that's what we have, we're sticking to what we planned at the start of the year, you know. Yeah. But 
you'd, at the circuit, like everybody, and then we're seeing them going, oh, Jesus, it'll be, it'll be a great rally. Like, there's a serious entry for it this oh, year. Like, it's, it's unbelievable. Entry. Like, it, mm-hmm. yeah. it'll be a fantastic, uh, it'll be a fantastic rally to watch. But yeah, there's all those great bulls leading up to Monaghan, and they're using three great uh, stages this year as well, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, they're Knockett Hallen, I think, the fourth one, and then the bridge, uh, the stage, second one starting at Stonebridge, and then the third one's now Bog. And I did on all them stages before, like, and they're class stages, like, you know, mm-hmm. that uh, the Knockett Hallen one, the fourth stage, would be using a, a good bit of that that 16 mile stage that we used 10 years ago, like, and it's oh, class, yes. And then mm-hmm. the one starting at Stonebridge is a real. It's a, it's a fast stage too, Stonebridge, and then Abog was a real driving stage too. So hopefully, you know, it'll be uh-huh. a good weekend weather-wise, you know. Uh, yes. And hopefully that, you know, everybody gets to see the spectacle that Monaghan does be, like, you know. Uh-huh. And so, people use Monaghan a lot too. Like a lot of people that's going to Donegal, they'll go to Monaghan before Donegal to get prepped for Donegal. I Monaghan and it gets them going, you know. Mm-hmm. So, um, it's... it's It'll be a good rally this year, and it, it'll be a pity not to be doing it. Like, but I hope to get back up the road to to, to watch it and to step about and have a look around. So I'm looking yes. forward to that too. Excellent, excellent. So also then coming up in May, you're doing a charity event. Do you want to tell us a wee bit about that? Ah, uh, yeah. Um, there's a couple of lads local to me where I live now in uh, Mayo, and um, one of them sort of jokingly said, "Would you have any interest in doing this?" It's a, they call it meeting in Clare Island. They don't. Back, I think seven years ago, like, and it was a great, um, it was a great uh, event to run and uh, raised a lot of money that time, you know. And so, I like, and he gets it all, Jesus, yeah, no bother. Like, uh, <laughs> well, <that> was, uh, <laughs> I'd be comfortable enough in the water, you know, because I grew up beside a lake, like, but I, was, right. I don't do a lot of swimming. But there's a group of us swimming, there's seven swimmers, and then there's about 17 people kayaking, you know. So, but of course, the age that I am, like, the kayak wasn't good enough, I said, I go swimming. So, <laughs> Um, that's the plan anyway we're uh, we're swimming and kayaking from Runa Pier which is outside Westport over to Clare Island so I think it's about just shy of six kilometres you know uh-huh. so uh, yeah we're I'm trying to be training for that too along with work and the rally and it's busy like you know but yes. uh, we're hoping to have a good event like you know there's a lot more people participating in it now than there was seven years ago so we're hoping to raise a good a sizable amount of money. There's three great uh, charities. It's Molten Neurons is the first one, and then it's Bumbleance, and oh, then yes. the Find Fisherman's Rescue and Recovery Service. So, mm-hmm. uh, three the three good charities. You know what I mean? And uh, we're hoping to try and raise as much as we can for them. I know mm-hmm. uh, Molten Neurons got a good lift there with uh, the charity. Oh, with Charlie, yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, and then mm-hmm. there was another. Uh, Hold for Hope was ran a Mayo there yes. a couple of weeks ago and they raised a, a serious amount of money for it as well but it's still one that's very close to us all the month and you're on so mm-hmm. we wanted to, to try and raise a few pounds for them too you know so yeah. uh, we're really looking forward to it like I'm looking forward to the challenge like mm-hmm. if for me it's more of a, a mental challenge that I, I want to be able to do it like you know uh, what yes. I mean mm-hmm. when you're doing long distance swimming it's, it's not how would you say it's not really, really hard on the body, you know, because you're not racing. Well, but it's, but it's on the mind. Like, <laughs> yes, it's in the mind, like, you know what yes. I mean? And, you know, that's for me where the challenge will be, like, you know, and I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to, to that challenge as if I have enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, and if somebody wants to donate, how would they go about doing that? Well, if on my Facebook page, there's a link to I donate, or you can just uh, Google I donate and, and just search uh-huh. Meet Me in Fair Island. And mm-hmm. the way the I donate page works is when you donate onto it, the donations are divided uh, equally among the three, oh. um, three, charities, uh, yep. three charities that we're using. So that's the way it's done. Like, so listen, any and all support would be greatly appreciated. And if you're not in a position to, to make a donation or anything, even if you like it or share it, like, you know, if, if you just share it on and somebody that you know is in a better position or whatever and mm-hmm. they're able to make a donation, well, that's as good as you making a donation as far as I'm concerned, you know. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's the main way it's, we're raising money. We also have um, sponsorship cards and that, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. I'd have one with me up at the rally in Monaghan. <laughs> yeah, as I say, any sort of help at all would be greatly appreciated on that one, Kevin. No bother at all. So I, I'll share that uh, the, the link there and, and below the oh, description of the, the video here. So nice to catch up there with Andrew. Uh, we also like to pass on our condolences to Johnny Trainer and the whole Trainer family.
and such sad news coming through there yesterday evening. Uh, looking forward now to this weekend, we have the Croatia WRC round and quite a lot of Irish hunters there again. Uh, we have uh, John and William back out again. Uh, great to see Adam and that back getting the WRC back as well, never mind. And Craig Green too, we should mention as well. <laughs> Craig and Paul <Yeah>. back. <laughs> I know, it's, it's like a new season now. I don't mm-hmm. know how long it's been. It's probably two Too long. <laughs> yeah, two months. So I was what to expect. That's the first Ashfeld round of the season, albeit Monte Carlo ended up um, fairly dry. So... Mm-hmm. If we're taking lessons learned from that, you expect um, M Sport to to uh, be in the rails there, and we'll know who drives for M mm-hmm. Sport. So it yeah. could be quite a nice weekend for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, let's let's say there's going to be a few interesting things. Maybe see how Hyundai get on. They struggled on Monte, didn't do as bad in Sweden. Mm-hmm. And really, I think when you you look outside um, that. Hyundai lead drivers. So obviously, they've got you Tanak know, and Thierry Neville um, with Loeb and Ogier not there. You know, that's there's definitely a, a drop in terms of um, rally wins and victories, and it mm-hmm. does play into the hands of Craig Brain and Paul Nagel, maybe. Yeah, you know, I, you know, they're. It's not right to say, but lack of experience, you know, compared to the others. But like nobody has the same experience of one as Lou Ogier. So as you say, I, you know, that may open the, the door for them. It would be fantastic to see. You know, Craig often talked about, you know, he, he feels more at home in Tarmac. Um, you know, maybe Croatia wasn't the best event for him last year, but I think it was, you know, he was coming into that a wee bit raw. But this year now he has lots of testing under his belt. Um, definitely seemed very comfortable there in Monte Carlo in the car too. So... Fingers crossed for a strong weekend. Yeah, I think um, Alvin Evans will, will be uh, another guy hoping for a better better weekend. Um, obviously, he can go well on Tormac too, as well. No, mm-hmm. but yeah, well, not Toyota. There's a uh, Lappy and Robin Para as well, and maybe they're not um, Tormac specialists <laughs> at all. So. Yeah, I think remember Lappy from the circuit around it, you know, for a time. Yeah, well, that's true. He didn't go so bad for for a film first yeah. time in Ireland. Yeah, but yeah, that's it's a it's definitely a, a big opportunity for Craig and Paul here, um, and of course they'll want to be finding their feet still in still in M Sport. Um, yeah. But yeah, let's let's hope for a good result. I think. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, uh, JWRC is back for round two as well. You know, our boys out there, um, you know, you'd like to think that Ashfield will play into their hands. Yeah, hopefully. Um, to be honest, they, they probably need it to play into their hands because it's the, the only Ashfield, um round of the season. Um, so they'll be wanting to maximise that. Obviously, John won there last year and um, he'll be looking to... <laughs> Uh, let Brian see what the top of the Croatia podium's like this mm-hmm. year and we all know how how well Will and Liam have been going in their two outings over here so mm-hmm. yeah I think we can uh, definitely hope for another double podium maybe. <laughs> Absolutely it would be fantastic wouldn't it you know too. and then the Olympus Rally in America another very strong contingent over there uh, you know uh, unbelievable. Great to see Barry McKenna and Leon Jordan back in the Fiesta too. Um, hopefully with a wee bit of luck on their side, um, they could be back in the reckoning. But there must be there must be at least eight or nine other crews there, either driver, <laughs> co-driver or whatever. Uh, great to see this rally in Malarkey, I don't know. It's, it's, we're, we're spreading our wings around the world at this stage. <laughs> Definitely. And uh Closer to home, Monaghan. <laughs> yeah. Not about that for an entry again. Oh, um, yeah. It's going to be some some race in Monaghan. And yeah, it's it's just a special event, isn't it? It, is, it really is. Like, you know, I was saying to somebody, like, the, the reserve rally, you or the reserve list, you'd go and watch that rally. <laughs> yeah, you're right. <laughs> but so. like, that, you know, the, the top 10, fantastic. The modified, unbelievable. Especially the week before Clarny, you think of a lot of boys maybe would be holding out and waiting to go to Clarny, but no, Kiernan, you know, they're all there, bar one or two. 
yeah, it's, I don't know, it's when you, you think of certain rallies, like you, you always associate Donegal as the, the big international um, or the big, the big local race. Everybody wants, wants to win Donegal. Mm-hmm. It's, it's sort of like that. Um, and Monaghan with the national guys, there's there's so many um, people in that championship from you know County Monaghan, Armagh, Cavan, Donegal. Even's not too far away. Mm-hmm. It, it definitely seems to have that bit about it. And I think Monaghan's just a, a rallying county, isn't it? And uh, even it yeah, stages like stages are always fast, and the spectators are are always out there too. It's it's just got that something um, special about it. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. I think that you know the the Monaghan routes have a, a characteristic all of their own. That you know they're only real good fast flowing stages and bring yeah. out the best and you know drivers, the whole crew. Really, you know, so even even the the battles or the the wee stories that we have from years gone by, and mm-hmm. and it's not even years years gone by. It's it's local <laughs> local years, and mm-hmm. you just seem to to have these wee things that happen, whether it's, um, you know, the, Daniel those battles and, with, I, Daniel, yeah, exactly. Gary uh, McPhillips or Donna yep. and the, the Focus, you know. Dickens, uh, yeah, Sam the, the, Five, yeah. Uh-huh, yeah, or Josh and Sam, their battles that the two of them had. <laughs> it's like, yeah. you know, there's, as you say, it always produces that wee bit of magic, I think that's the right way of describing it. And the, I don't, don't know if this is right too, but it's nearly like the, the first, blood going towards Donegal and um, yeah. even you start to see guys in world rally cars racing mm-hmm. against R5s and you, you had that with Dona and Sam a few mm-hmm. years ago and you know Dona came on out on top there you nearly thought that this might be his year in Donegal and you just have all those wee uh-huh. different things to it everybody's um, yeah I guess uh-huh. we're, we're coming into summertime and, and you have that in your back the back of your mind too. Aye, and, the, and the amount more extra modified guys that's appeared from Monaghan and that's their first, <laughs> first outing and in, in the aspiration is towards June really as well, isn't it too? Yeah, so. it's a, it's a big warm-up but definitely uh, it's it's not that they they want to warm up to bed themselves in, they'll mm-hmm. want to warm up to try and, try and win the modifieds there. <laughs> but, yeah. 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 Right, I suppose we've got to that time of the, the show again, we do our predictions, so I suppose we should look at last week's first. <laughs> Adam, you have them there. Yes, I uh, I don't want to read my night. <laughs> <laughs> so I predicted Johnny Greer for I like going for surprises, you say, so I'll just clear that up now. So I stuck down Johnny to surprise all in the Citroen and show show all the polos what car might might be the one to have, but that didn't quite work out. Um I did say Ali Fisher for second, um, and Marion Evans for third. Um, Connor had Josh Moffat, Callum Devine, and Johnny Greer, so he got two guys in the podium. Mm-hmm. And Kevin, you had Josh Moffat, Callum Devine, and Marion Evans. Mm-hmm. Um, so you got the the same two. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, then looking forward now to this weekend. I suppose we'll, we'll start with Croatia. Um, Connor couldn't be with us tonight, so he is picked for. He's thinking Croatia, Kelly, Breen, and Evans. That's his podium there. What's your thoughts on the podium on that? Oh, it is. It's a tough one. It's. I feel like it's made tougher because Hyundai didn't go so well in Croatia. So normally you would have Tanak or Neville to go to go well. Um, but yeah, uh, I feel like that Hyundai might struggle again with its its setup. Um, so. We'll go for Brain for a win. Um, Evan second and Neville third. Pretty good, pretty good. Um, I'm going to join you. I'm going to go for a Brain one as well. That would be fantastic to see. Uh, I'd like to then, I think maybe Kelly second and and Neville third. So interesting to see. I just think Evan seems this for this year, for some reason, just seems to be. A wee bit under pressure, you know, making wee silly yeah. mistakes. So kind of interesting to see. Um, then Monaghan. Um, right, suppose I'll go first this time. <laughs> uh, for Monaghan, uh, Josh, he's the man of the year so far. Sam, great to see Sam back in the four-wheel drive car again. Uh, interesting to see how he settles back into it. 
And Declan Boyle, I think, Boyle down for third, um, seemed to be loving the polo, just the way it handles. And I think, you know, the circuit, was he on the pace? Not the ultimate pace, but he was getting closer and closer, you know. So I think he'll not be too far away. And then for the modified, I'll go a wee bit left field maybe, is Kevin Gallagher back in the Darien. I think them rules down there can suit him. And Kevin's just seemed to have that natural ability to be able to step into a car. You know, he probably hasn't rallied now in three years maybe at this stage, but still has that natural ability to get back in and go. Uh, Connor then, his call on it is Sam, Josh and Darren Gass then. And he's going the modified uh, Gary Kieran. Adam, your thoughts on it? Uh, I think Josh is hard to look, look past. Um, obviously, down at home, and we know he's getting every ounce of power out of that Hyundai. Um, yeah, I think he's going to be too hard to beat, even with Sam um, stepping back in. Uh, I think Josh will have the edge. So go Josh, Sam, and a guy on the reserve list I'm going to stick in for third is Rob Barbell. Um, he went very well uh, in the, the first round. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think uh, Rob will be. Mm-hmm. up there mm-hmm. and two-wheel drive I uh, was stuck between um, Gary Kiernan and Jason Black and Desi Keenan as well oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. He, uh, that really is like a pun a few. on the list doesn't it you know, so. yeah but I'll, uh, I'll say Jason will pick up a, a two-wheel drive Jan Killen win again <laughs> mm-hmm. so I think that will wrap us up for this episode so Tune in next week to see how badly our predictions went. (laughs) So once again, thank you very much for listening. Please like, share, subscribe, comment, all those kind of things. Um, It's been all your likes and shares and views have been more than welcome. So until the next time, take care, speak soon and bye.